Welcome to For the Long Run, the podcast exploring the why behind what keeps runners running long, strong, and motivated. I'm your host, Jonathan Levitt. Through personal and professional connections in the running world, I have the privilege of getting to know some amazing athletes. I've always been fascinated by the psychological aspect of running, and this podcast is aimed at exploring this and much more. I hope you enjoy. Welcome back. I have Ryan Cormier uh, joining me on the podcast. Ryan, thanks so much for taking some time to chat. Thanks, John. Thanks for having me. For sure. So first question, uh, who is Ryan? <laughs> um, that's it. That's a question I think I'm still searching for sometimes. Uh, I am a South Louisiana boy uh, living in Baltimore, Maryland nowadays. Um, so grew up with, uh, you know, not really running. I was a baseball, basketball player. and. Um, kind of got thrust into cross country my senior year and then slowly found running from there. Uh, and then kind of the really is the biggest impetus for that, um, being the thing you and I probably share, which is November project. Yes. Um, and we've, uh, we've shared some, some miles and adventures all across the country in California and Colorado and, um, all, all sorts of super Cal- cool places. Canada that one time. Canada that one time even we're international uh, international running buddies um, <laughs> so so the reason that I wanted to to have this um, to have this conversation with you is came about after um, an Instagram post of yours uh, a couple weeks ago but um, sort of like the culmination of me following your your journey um, I had the the privilege of of crewing you at um, Run Rabbit last fall, and that didn't go as you would have hoped. Um, but we still got some incredible waffles afterwards, and, uh, that and was, it's just fun to that was dig amazing. in. <laughs> those those waffles were incredible. I believe it's called Iron Waffle in uh, in um, Steamboat Springs, and I can't wait to go back there. But um, I find this I find the the ultra long distance running. Um, fascinating where you on that day you you ran 30 miles and um, that was your day it's still like a pretty incredible distance to cover on foot um, particularly with you know an injury Um, and I I find this like this exploration like why are you doing this to be to be fascinating so really to set the stage on this um, Ryan's Instagram post from October 5th says a beautiful, perfect, imperfect day. My body was ready, but my mind and ankle weren't quite there. Attempted to go for the FKT through 105 miles of the Shenandoah National Park along the Appalachian Trail. I've done the miles, but finding a why for hard stuff has been difficult this year, and it's been a crapshoot with my ankle. So to back up a little bit, why did you choose first? Physically, why did you choose that adventure? Um, well, obviously, because uh, of this whole COVID situation, all of our race options have kind of gone by the wayside. And, and there were quite a few uh, East Coast uh, hundreds that I, I wanted to try doing. Um, 
And I definitely have this thing for the 100 mile distance. I, I had kind of a perfect day at my first one and then um, kind of wanting to chase that since, um, like you mentioned, uh, you know, Run Rabbit last year was kind of uh, the end of my year last year. Uh, started at the Vermont 100 where uh, my ankle first became uh, an issue, like I kind of mentioned. And um, eight weeks later, I tried Run Rabbit. Uh, because it was kind of already planned and um, twisted it 10 miles in and just hiked the rest of the day. But um, what led to this, so I was going to do uh, Cruel Jewel and Grindstone um, were my two that I had picked out for this year. Um, Cruel Jewels goes just because it's really, really hard. It's like got more climbing than uh, any, it's got more car- climbing than Hard Rock actually, but uh, it's an out and back on the Dragon Spine in Georgia. And then uh, uh, grindstone, but with neither of them happening, I really wanted to um, kind of search for some sort of uh, uh, some sort of a, like you know another shot at the hundred mile distance since that kind of got taken away. Um, and after some research, uh, whenever I kind of fi- after kind of figuring grindstone was going to be canceled. Um, I came across the fact that the Shenandoah uh, AT is just a little over 100 miles long with about 23,000 feet of climbing, which is on par with, I guess, most, uh, you know, above average and difficulty hundreds. Um, and so that kind of became the option. The, 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 and then the time thing was kind of just there to try to keep myself honest uh i think i'm capable of running 24 hours you know under 24 uh, hours in the 100 mile distance uh i haven't really gotten to have uh to to put that out there um i was just slightly over in my first one out in superior um so that was it kind of aligned with a lot of my goals um like the with like i said to, you know get back at the 100 and then try to go for somewhere you know getting finishing to uh, at least 124 hours what is it about the the 100 mile distance that you like it's a puzzle i like puzzles uh, no it's it's one of those things where it's you know like just like the rest like all of us who kind of do this ultra stuff we're stubborn um and it's kind of one of those things like you in some level it's just keep pushing forward and pounding your head. Uh, but it also takes some thought and some, um, some brain, uh, problem solving power behind it. And I think that that mixes well for me as just kind of who I am and what I do. And, um, it's, yeah, it's, it's just a big puzzle and, uh, it's trying to figure out how to put that together. Um, is, is what I really enjoy from it. Um, you know, I, I, I think I'm decently fast, but it's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not ever going to be elite by any means, but, um, I think when it comes as far as speed goes, but I think when it comes to, you know, putting puzzles together, uh, you know, I can get pretty good at that. Um, and you know, it's been the, the frustrating part is, is, is it has been, you know, within the relative recent spaces, it's become less about the the braid part and more about the just body being, you know, capable of, 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 of 
you know, putting myself, my brain in the position to do it, um, or at least trusting my body. And that's probably where it's at now. The struggle is, is the trusting the body part to let me do the rest. Yeah. And I can, I can appreciate that because my ankles are just as pesky. Um, the, the only 50 K I've ever, uh, started, I didn't finish because I did the same thing. I rolled my ankle and I couldn't even walk. Um, so what is it about starting something that you're not certain you're going to finish that you like? Cause I find, I find that fascinating and, and, and like super interesting, right? Cause like anyone can run a 5k. Anyone can run a marathon. I do not think that anyone can run a hundred miles. Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely like the, um, you know, it, with with anything that I kind of do, it's like I think with you know, if I compare myself to like one of my buddies out here who I do a lot of these ultras with, it's we definitely have a little bit different mentality where he's going to try to do something within the what he kind of knows is he's capable of. Um, and like, that's awesome. That's what gets him like to the finish line. Uh, but for, you know, and we kind of will, you know, hop and skip over each other. It's like, usually uh, I'm more, I'm going to try to push myself to try to find where I am and what I can do and where that line is. Um, and for my, for, for myself and, um, you know, that's kind of the part that I enjoy is, is like learning where I am. Um, you know, my best races have been whenever I, I mean, it sounds kind of self-evident, right? But like whenever I've done, you know, really feel like I've gotten to like this place I've never been in training before. And then it's like, I don't know what to expect. I don't know. I don't know where I am. I don't know what that line is. So you just kind of have to go. And, um, and those are the days that I think I like it the best is where I don't, I can't even have an expectation of where I'm going to be. Um, I think that's why like my first hundred went so well was it was all unknown. Um, and, uh, so like now it's trying to find like balance, like the expectations that you have in your head, um, about where you could, could have, should have, would have be kind of like, you know, too much. And then, um, versus, um, trying to keep things like in your head clear about, you know, not having expectations, not having, uh, of yourself and just letting yourself go. But so how do you, I like the, how do you rep- I, go ahead. Say that again. I was gonna say, how do you, how do you rectify the, the, how do you rectify that? The, the, like your first one went super well because you didn't know what to expect. And now in something where there's That's so much unknown, great you question. have a little more <laughs> And I don't think I figured that one out yet. <laughs> That's kind of, um, you know, kind of where I'm at the, uh, uh, with, I'm kind of at a point, you know, finally trying like identifying, uh, that, Hey, that there's a, the old why of it being kind of unknown and, you know, no expectations for myself. And, you know, it is just kind of this whole new adventure thing. Um, and then taking that into like uh, the next couple of races where it's okay. I know a little bit of what to expect as far as where I need to go, but then it's like whether or not that like 
you know, there's no more ignorance there. So it's maybe there's more expectation. And then um, trying to figure to, you know, the right now it's trying to figure out how to wrap my head around that expectation. Um, and, and then that's where a lot of the other things come into play. Uh, you know, I, I, I think I was in a good place last year at the Vermont 100, uh, that, which is where my like ankle kind of first flared up where I ribbing with confidence had had a really good spring in the marathons and stuff like that. And I had a, a plan for, um, how I was going to deal with everything. And I think I was executing it pretty good until my ankle made it so that I could no longer, no longer move forward. Um, and then since then it's been, um, a bit of a struggle to kind of find whatever I need now. Um, that next bit of, of, you know, I could have all the, I want to finish this race type of the type of thing, but it's how do I approach it with not being, not knowing when and where this ankle is going to show up at. If I, that's kind of that background fear of like, if my ankle twists, I have to be like mentally ready to accept that I might not be able to run. And in the end, it just kind of gives you like a built-in excuse, which just, uh, you know, it's just, you know, it com- it'll completely tear, like ruin your day. Like, cause as soon as once you, like, you're just waiting for it to happen. And once it happens, you're just kind of braced for, you're, you're braced for it. Right. And you're like, ready. It's like, oh, well, I know what this leads to. Um, and you just kind of, it's just a lot easier to go into like a negative space. And, uh, is there a lot of self self doubt? You know, like there is doubt in, yeah. And the one, yeah, I would say yes. Like it tastes a bit bluntly, but, uh, it's, I know that I, you know, as to a couple of weekends ago, you know, I walked out of that, like that, night at whatever it was, 11.15 PM, you know, at mile 56 saying physically I feel fine as far as muscle muscles go. Um, I could do the pace. I could do everything. Like I could do the climbing. Uh, it was, I just couldn't run and like put pressure on that ankle anymore. Uh, now how much of that was like my brain telling me that I couldn't put pressure on it versus yeah, on you know, actually not being able to put pressure on it. Um, but there's also that goes into that risk versus reward of I went through and I, I, I did that for Vermont. I put, I put as much pressure on as I could for 60 something miles. And I was, you know, it led to the rest of my year being down. Um, so on some, I, I think on some hand, there's also that a new value proposition of, Hey, I know what it's like to skip a lot of time and and not be able to go hiking or just running in general. So, um, you know, it since my ankle wasn't quite in that place, it was balancing how much pain do I want to put myself through now versus right. the later. Um, and so there's th- that that part's all still you know still kind of fresh and. Um, I, there's that de- my ankle is definitely better than what it was before. So like I walked away with that. So it, 
long story short, I mean, there's, I think there's a lot of things you can take away from, you know, events that might not necessarily have worked out how perfect, you know, perfectly. And maybe I wish my brain was in a better place about it. And I could have, maybe I could have fought through some of it, but you know, there were some, also some positives from it that, Hey, this is got, is a little bit better. It is improving. I just need to work on it more. What do you think it will take to, to get that breakthrough? Um, it's, I, I think we're number one, physical therapy. Uh, I have to get back to, uh, you know, continuing to strengthen my ankle, um, so that it has the ability to just take on that load for so long. Um, and it's kind of hit and miss right now. It's just whether or not I end up twisting it. I did. I went out to Rainier a couple months ago, uh, this summer and spent 17 hours out there running around the Wonderland trail and it was fine. It never did anything. Um, so like there's at parts and times where it's strength is there. It just kind of, whether or not I twist it. So physical therapy enough to, to be able to handle uh, the times that things don't work out perfectly. And then, you know, from the other, the other bits, and we talked a lot about my ankle, but the other bits of it is just getting back some of that confidence that I had at one point in time. Um, like after I would say the confidence that I had after Boston 2019 when, you know, uh, when we were hanging out and, uh, you know, there was a lot of, uh, a lot of excitement there to like get uncomfortable that I think that the uncomfortableness that has my ankle has made a part of has led to like the uncomfortableness and like being uncomfortable in my own head has kind of, uh, weaned away as well. What do you, so what do you think yeah, it's going to take some of that? I have to you know get better at that. Yeah. So, so where, what's the tactic on that? I think the, the physical aspect, uh, makes sense. And that's like a, you know, linear, if you do it, the work will pay off the okay. mental side of it. Of yeah. The, the mental side of it, um, is probably a little bit harder to, to, um, reprogram, I guess you could say. So, so is, is that also just muscle memory, like putting yourself out there, getting it, um, getting it right and, uh, maybe in shorter distances or whatnot, and then t- just continuing to test it or, or is there, do you plan on doing some sort of like mental training to, to work on that as well? Um, I'd say a little bit of, a little bit of both. Um, so I think I am gonna try to go back to a little bit more of the basics, um, especially when it comes to, uh, you know, the, the suffering and peace and the, the way that I know that I can expose myself to that more often and, or to the largest extent, but also be able to recover is, uh, is kind of going back to that marathon training and, um, that I kind of got involved with running with, um, you know, it's kind of where I started. So kind of go back to that beginning, um, where there's a lot of confidence there and I can get a lot of wins, um, quicker. So going back to, you know, just basic speed work and, and shorter, large quantity intervals, uh, to, you know, just try to expose myself as much as possible, uh, to that kind of, 
the uncomfortableness that, you know, I've, I kind of have, sh- I find myself that I've shied away from. So, um, you know, the most doses that I can while still being able to recover, um, you know, if you try trying to do the long stuff right now, I think is you can only do those like every so often. And it's, you know, it's a bigger event at, at a time. So, um, I think if I go shorter for a little bit, uh, and I can get myself the most like feedback and make adjustments and, and, and just kind of, you know, getting used to that, you know, the pain of, of, of pushing myself again and, and getting comfortable with it. Cause that's kind of the, the biggest thing is just like, I, you know, you shy away from a comfort of all kinds of uncomfortableness for so long, um, you know, going on a year and a half, you know, maybe two years now. So it's trying to find that space to squeeze back into it again. Definitely. So, and then I, I at like the same time, that. I'm also trying to do hiking more and just trying to, to address like the ultra side. Um, you know, I have, you know, somebody in my life that has a background of like through hiking and stuff. So on the other hand, when I'm not trying to run hard there, just getting confidence, getting like being on my feet for hours and hours at a time. Um, so it's kind of slowing, speeding up and slowing down at the same time a little bit. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I think that that can definitely be helpful. Um, a question I like to ask often on the podcast to sort of set the stage is, do you, if you remember your first run, why did you go for your first run? But for you, I want to ask the question, why did you go for your last run? Oh, that was good. That's an interesting question. Um, yeah. Um, it's probably the right one, actually. Too, uh, you think you read the situation well. Um, it's uh, honestly the last. I went run for my run last night because the I actually really wanted to. Last two days have actually been like on the good the the good side of the spectrum of like really running really feeling you know good again um it always kind of i think it always kind of does after i took uh you know very significant amount of time off last week um you know there probably was an hour two hours of running last week um so there's definitely a, a it's definitely still ingrained in me in that it's a it is what i do it is what is it is what i like to do it's just uh, when the anxiety and the uh, I guess maybe the, the the fear of 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 like a hard workout like starts to like creep in and you know you kind of start to put it off and put it off and you just build the this, the wall in front of you uh, from like getting out. But there are still the days where if I take time off, I'm still itching to get back out. So it's uh, I'm still you know can't wait to go run because it's still it is what makes me feel good and even on the bad days whenever i finally like get myself out the door i feel great it's just you build up this wall in front of you at times you know whenever you have some concern and it's sometimes it's it just stands in front of you from getting out um but the last two days you know because i took that week off uh for the most part uh you know I was itching. I am itching. I'm out itching to get out the door today. I'm itching to go hiking tomorrow because it's yeah, we're gonna 
uh, leave and go do the Laurel Highlands Trail uh, this weekend, uh, which is a 70-mile through-hiking trail, uh, which will be my first backpacking trip. Uh, you know, it's kind of a, it's also, a, a, you know, a new experience for me. So I think all those things are sort of driving the, the itch to, to get out there again. Um, you know, it's, it is a new, something that always kind of gets me going is kind of a new experience. Um, so, so yeah, that's why I got out yesterday. Cause it's, you know, I, it's taking that, that breath away and you kind of know that it's like, you still like doing it. Um, and that's kind of the refreshing part, right? It's as much, much of a struggle as it can be sometimes. Like, you can know, if you take some time away and you like walk back to it and it's like, still what I like to do, even if it's, um, a pain in the butt sometimes to get, to get going, to actually do it. Yeah. I think that, I think that the, the breaks and the time off can be healthy in, in terms of like reinvigorating and, and rekindling the fire. Um, I, I, my take on it is if you, if you don't choose to do it, your body will choose it for you. Um, which mine did for me earlier this year. And I, I came back and, you know, I had this passion and, and desire to do things unlike I've ever done before. And I think it's like yeah. these ebbs and flows it's are true. healthy and, and yeah, go ahead. So I say it's been actually been really like kind of say refreshing, but like, it's like, you know, obviously we don't live super close to each other with COVID, but like getting to see your Instagram posts and see how much fun you were having, like reminds me of like the, I'd say where I was trading for Boston last year and, you know, just really excited to just like put the pedal down and go. And so like, while I know like it's, been a lot of stopping and starting and you know, at the same time i say a lot of stopping and starting i've run more miles this year than i ever have um so it's it's it seems like kind of a you know like i'm i'm still getting out and doing the work it's just like that motivation to do the work hasn't always been there but but getting to see you and just like you know the excitedness that you have is like okay i can kind of get back there like i know it's i know i can get back there it's just got to find um, just got to keep searching and, and keep, keep working and, uh, and, and, and keep looking for it and, and figure it, you know, the, the, the thing you can't do is just, you know, keep doing the same thing and, and expect the same results. Uh, and so it's, you know, also trying to at the same time, okay, what can, what have I been doing? What, uh, you know, what do I need to get back to? What, what can I change? Where can I change it? Um, and, and, and try to rekindle that, 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 that enjoyment of, of uncomfortableness that was there. Totally. Uh, a friend of mine, Peter Bromka uses the, um, quotes, the, the, um, song lyric, keep on dreaming, even if it breaks your heart. And he, he says that I, in, I've, or he was very familiar that. with Will Hogue. <laughs> Yeah, so he he was saying that in regards to his um, pursuit of an OTQ uh, this past go around, and um, for him it was all about getting uncomfortable. It was all, all about doing the work and like shooting his shot to see what to see what comes up. And he came up short, you know, uh, a heartbreaking 
uh, distance, you know, a few seconds. I remember. And yeah. And, but, but I think that this like continued pursuit, despite um, what objectively would be considered failure or, or qualitative quantitatively would be considered failure makes whatever success ends up being like infinitely higher when it finally happens. Oh yeah. 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 Whenever I, you know, I've, you know, I'd say like there was like the, you know, the last 300 mile attempts, you know, haven't quite worked out and stuff and you know why you could sit around and mope and say, yeah, I'm never going to run a hundred miles again. You know, honestly, it's just, even still today, like it still makes me like, I, I still know I'm going to go for it. Like, and I know that like, um, I a hundred percent know. And just that it's whenever it finally like happens and I put the pieces back together that, you know, that day is going to be one of the like funnest days. Um, and it's going to be completely, completely worth it. And I, you know, I think in the end, like that's kind of like, that's what kind of keeps you going like through like at least keeps me going at least through a lot of it is you know there's definitely no pity over here for it it's just kind of up it is what it is right now it's you know it would it would have been great for that to have worked but you know there's still so much that out there to do and um and to find you know it's just about finding the right finding that right thing whatever that is just keep digging so so here's a question. So let's say your next hundred mile race goes according to plan. Uh, your ankle holds up, your, your mental fortitude holds up, you cross the finish line and you collapse out of uh, sheer excitement and um, pride. What's next? Beer. <laughs> um, <laughs> What's next? Um, you know, there's. I mean, I mean, there, I mean uh, actually, yeah. You're. In, let's hear so your interpretation of that question before I ask my question. Oh yeah. So I mean, I'm. You know the, I'm. All, there's definitely a side of me that. So the, I guess there's like the two sides of it. I kind of just like to. There's still something about the marathon that sort of that drags me back me back there every spring. Um, it's why I will run. Like I will forego spring altruist because i'm going to go run boston it's, to me that's one of the funnest things i could do and and there's still a part of me that that's driven there and i after this past you know what i did in 2019 um you know i'm certainly convinced i've kind of convinced myself that i can um that there's still some pretty cool stuff there uh, as far as just like time competitiveness that i can get to um so that's hundred percent on the on the ticket and that's actually probably going to be something i go go after you know, even this winter just to change it up but uh i kind of have that side and then there's the side of doing stuff that yeah and it's a little bit doing stuff that i don't necessarily know i could do but um 200s interest me um i just learn it figuring out if i can like you know how to do it and if I can do it, um, I would really like to do, uh, uh there's uh, like Tahoe, um, uh, Bigfoot, Tahoe and Bigfoot, uh, can't both of Candace's races really, uh, interest me. 
and as far as just the area and then also kind of the 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 thought process behind it you know circumnavigating each um so you know finding whatever like once i can kind of get my feet back under me for you know in the ultra world it's going to be finding you know that next step up as far as distance um because that is something that you know it's one more bigger puzzle you know you just try to figure out sleep you have to try to figure out all the you know eating for five days or four days or whatever it is um so that that very much is is sort of the next um the next frontier for myself it's but i know that i need to get my um there's i still have some uh the unfinished business slash um things I need to figure out. I know that to, and the hundred mile distance is the kind of the best way I know how to get there or I know how to, I know that I can apply it um, at the current moment. Yeah. I think the, the two avenues there are, but you're, you're highlighting like both fun and risk and both are important risk, meaning more along the lines of like, I don't know what I can do, but I want to figure it out. And fun, like I've seen how much fun you've had at Boston while running really fast. And I think that like these are two tracks that can be taken together and they sort of build on each other, but you know, maybe can't be done at the same exact time. But um, a conversation I had that comes to mind um, it, uh, was with uh, Devin Yanko and I couldn't, mm-hmm. I was talking to her about like, I can't figure out what to do next. And, um, she, she was do whatever you think is fun, right? I'm a professional and I do whatever I think is fun. You're not, a, I mean, she didn't say it in this way, but like, this is what we were acknowledging in it, that, that mm-hmm. this is, this is how people should think it's about, it's not about checking a box, going to the next one, checking a box, going to the next one, like an athlete like her plays in all these different sandboxes with ultras and half marathons and literally everything in between. Um, and I think that going for these different things that you think are fun is like the best barometer of like where, where to follow that arrow essentially. Um, so I'd, oh, I'd yeah. sort of encourage you to, to follow the fun meter as well. Yeah. And that's, that's pretty much why I, you know, you kind of, you know, I think in a lot of worlds in the ultra world, they kind of, you know, they r- scoff a little bit at like road, at the road running aspect. And that's something I'll never, at least in the marathon, I, I think I'll never yeah. fully step away from. I really have fun for marathons. It's a, just a, I just, it's so much, such a good time. And there is a, you know, just something about that level of, of of suffering um uh, at the at the the marathon distance it's just i don't really like to go shorter um like 5k's and stuff that like i don't view that I, that's not necessarily fun for me and i'll don't necessarily do those often but um mar- the reason i still do marathon distance is is cuz that's you know you have those experiences like boston like i imagine i haven't done like new york yet but it's um it's just there's a lot of energy there and it's trying to figure out how to you know the the it's it's long enough so that it's it's 
at least for me, it's not just putting your head down and going. There's still a lot of like mental, um, you know, mental side, mental puzzle for it. Uh, but for me, that that's kind of the the shortest distance where I go, where I get that sort of feedback of self feedback. And then, uh, so yeah, that's, and then, you know, as far as the, uh, the complete other end of the spectrum for fun is, is definitely the ultra world. Um, and it's definitely, it's like, you know, it's, there's been a lot of problems with this year, but it's all, it's kind of the, what they used. I like can definitely say that I can keep coming back to it. And it's like, I still run cause it's fun. I still run cause I like how it makes me feel. Um, and it's kind of the, the impetus to go back to like the f- marathon a little bit earlier. Um, uh, this year than I normally would. I mean, I would typically go back in the spring. Like I was actually one of the fortunate ones. I got in two marathons before COVID shut everything down. Um, and I got to go run Houston with two of my best friends. And then I got to go run, uh, at the, my local marathon back home, uh, in March, literally right before I got home in the NBA and the NBA shut down their season is how close it was to, um, to everything shutting down. Um, but you know, those were both like great, great times. And, um, it's, you know, it's, it's going to be figuring out how to like get, like find that again on the day to day. Um, like I enjoy getting out there and doing it. It's, uh, or after I do it, it's just a lot of getting out the door issues. (laughs) So what do you what do you know now that you wish you knew when you uh when you started um i think i probably have learned so i uh did some you know coaching for a while and i'm starting to realize that i uh i really miss owning it all um i there's a some part of parts that like I have I used to really enjoy doing a lot of the research and you know be basically being my own experiment um and I'm really glad I tried it and took a lot away from it but I I think I know now that like I definitely want uh I want to be like have that that control because I get to, I get, I also get, have, there's some anxiety there when it comes to it of, of wanting to follow a plan to a, 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 a T and not being as able to like, not being comfortable being flexible with it when it's not under my own control, I guess. Um, so I, I think I, I, I know now like of what, you know, a little bit more of like where I can be, uh, that I would like to be more in, in control of it. And, um, and because that's also what motivates me to like keep reading and keep, um, you know, keeping my interest there, um, keeping, keeping my head in it, in the game really, um, like kind of full circle. So, so it's like a big, yeah, it's like a whole big puzzle for you. Um, are you, have you, have you tried to be more flexible? Cause I know that like a plan is a plan and it's the structure, but 
if you follow a plan to a T, oftentimes, you know, you're giving up the flexibility of like listening to your body and taking a little more rest or, or toning down the, the volume or intensity when necessary. So have you struggled with that as well? Um, it's, I, I would say that like they're like, I had never really struggled with that before I started working with coach and I'd done it for about two years, but I, I've noticed, and it took a while to kind of put like words to it. Um, and it took some help to be able to put words to it, but, um, it's, I would have, yeah, it would, it was more of just like the, I had no problem pulling the trigger on taking like the time because like if I didn't want to do a hard workout that day, but it was like the anxiety there a little bit like, and then not so much of, of, of sort of like that I'm going to detrain. Like I, I know enough about that as it wasn't, it was more about like letting somebody down that wasn't myself. Like I can handle my own, like it on my own. It was more of, uh, handle like, um, that accountability piece where it's like, I'm fine, like being accountable to myself. Like, but it was like, whenever I threw that other person in for something that was so much, I think now I look back at it and say like, it's so personal. Um, and I can like answer to myself and say like, Hey, like, Hey, I need to take today. And like, I'm fine with it on that piece. Like, cause I know I will go back and do, you know, do the work on Thursday or Friday and, and, and do it. But then it's like, well, how do I explain that without sounding like I'm complaining or like I'm being whiny or something like that? And it was just, it's, you know, it definitely, it wasn't something I was able to put words to, um, like really. And it was just something I like suffered through and just tried to grit my teeth through it. And then, um, luckily, luckily like my, my partner is a therapist, so she's actually really good at getting words out of you. And, uh, <laughs> um, that helped out a lot <laughs> and, uh, finally kind of being able to speak it and, uh, and, um, and, you know, she kind of did a pretty good job of teasing it out of there. And, you know, it's, there's some, just some vulnerability there, right? Whenever you, you, you work with somebody and it's like, it definitely does take that, that, that feedback there. But, um, you know, it was, uh, there was a combination of like, like I have some, had some anxiety uh, with theoretically letting somebody down that's not myself. Uh, because I'm, I would say I'm pretty comfortable with letting myself. Like if I like miss something, like I'm not going to beat myself over the head with it. I'm, I don't handle letting other people down well, and uh, so that just I realized that that's just an avenue there where like that somebody cares like all like also cares about it and so it's it's i've realized it's just easier if it's if it's me myself and i that care about my running do you think you'll go back to working with a coach it's like making like less of a big deal about it what's that yeah do you think you'll go back to working with a coach at some point You know, we'll we'll see. I definitely got a lot out of it as far as like learn like learning like what a, a structure should be and 
and really how to rest. Um, that was probably one of the biggest things I, uh, I, I, I took away was, is really like what I, what I thought was like, you know, appropriate amount of rest and, and at what I, you know, what reality should be, especially coming off of things. Um, I remember back, I, I, was my first 50 miler, like I, it took me, I definitely started trying to run really way too early again, but it took me like two months to like feel normal again. But uh, it was, so I, I definitely took a lot from it and there's definitely a lot of benefit there for it. Um, I don't know if I will or not. It's, we'll have to see what the, what like life looks like um, at, you know, whatever time that comes and, and what I'm looking for from, from my running. Um, you know, if I, somehow learned to switch on some like gene that made me super fast and capable of doing as many miles as I want to, I would probably like definitely look for somebody to like help focus that. Um, but, uh, right now I know I need to kind of get back to identifying like, what do I want to do and what do I, um, and like how to go about it. Um, and, and then can find something and, um, you know, maybe I find the, the feedback system that I, I need at that point in time. Awesome. Well, hopefully, uh, the, the year ahead continues to be a good sort of training ground or playground to, to explore some new things or different things. And, um, this lack of, of races that we have, allows you know new new tests and new trials and stuff like that to be um experimented with i guess but uh definitely look forward to uh to seeing you out on the trails again soon maybe it's at a, another hundred mile or whatnot um and uh and we can would we love can to have dive into this. Again. <laughs> it was uh it was fun it was it was uh it was sad that that we didn't get to have the the finish line beers but i think we had some uh 9 p.m beers and, uh, margaritas, and tacos I yeah. yeah i don't remember much about the evening it was i was so sleep deprived and i i hadn't run for you know a bunch <laughs> of hours <laughs> but um well awesome ryan so where can people find you if they want to follow along with uh with your with your adventures um I'm on just about everything, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, all of them under my name, which is good or bad if you, depending on upon your level of privacy that I'm looking for. But, uh, yeah, R Ryan S Carmier. I'm going to keep my middle name a secret there, but, uh, S stands for secret, um, <laughs> is on, on Instagram. And then I honestly couldn't tell you what my Twitter handle was, but yeah, it's Ryan. Ryan Cormier. Awesome. Uh, cool. Well, Ryan, thanks. Uh, thanks, thanks so for much for taking on, the time to chat. It was and definitely fun to unpack. For sure. I hope to see you out there soon. That's it for today's episode. Like many long runs, it's sad when it has to end. I hope you join in next week on For the Long Run. And in the meantime, happy trails. If you've enjoyed this episode, it would mean a lot to me if you shared it so that others can find it and enjoy it too.